Yes. Yes. Guess who's Bizak? It's your boy. You know who it is. Frames and Flops presented by Children of the Internet. Cody. Episode 3. We back, y'all. I'm I'm so happy that uh we're still rocking and rolling. We're making content. This is what it's all about. You know what I mean? We've already done Guardians of the Galaxy. We did Forza Horizon 5 last week. Now, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite, the campaign. I know I talked a little bit about uh, just, you know, the the multiplayer when I came out a couple weeks ago. And it's cool. It's cool. But now that the campaign is here, let's talk about that. I'm going to jump right into it. So, spoiler alert. Not really. I'm not going to talk too much about the story because I kind of rambled a little bit last week. And uh, I'm trying not to I'm trying not to ramble. I'm trying to do this in one take. One take shouty like guap. So slight spoilers, just kind of detailing what the game is about in general. But I'm not like I said, I'm not going to detail. So first and foremost, Halo Infinite. The campaign. It looks beautiful. Surprisingly, because the game uh, actually runs on old-gen consoles, you know, the Xbox One and things of that nature, Xbox One X, and then, you, of course, now you got the Series S and Series X. I played it on PC, of course, but for some reason, it wouldn't show me the frames per second, and uh, I explained my rig last week. So I got a good rig, but for some reason, I think maybe it had to do with the Game Pass interface and locking out stuff. I don't know. But it looked great. It ran great. It didn't really stutter. For example, say you blow up a uh, anti-aircraft gun and you just see the, the explosions, the particle effects, and then everything that you do in the world, it pretty much stays there. And it's pretty cool. So you you blow up something, then you go to another area, then you come back, and you still see what you blew up, just smoking. <laughs> so that was I I really enjoyed that 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 visual aesthetic. I just mentioned about how you go to different places in the world. Ah, uh, it that kind of threw me off a little bit because it it kind of started to feel like uh what's the game Far Cry the Far Cry series Assassin's Creed meets Halo. Uh, I'm used to playing Halo stories where you just pretty much get launched into different missions and you just, it's very linear and you go about doing it that way. This is not like that at all. I mean, you still have a main story path to take, but in between those story paths, you have uh, what they call fobs, uh, field, field operational bases to take over from the enemy. And then collectibles that you got to go find. And then there's the random towers that you can blow up. They, you know, they broadcast different radio signals. Uh, the enemy is pretty much talking trash about humans. and uh, It's almost like a talk show, that the way they talk. It's, it's very funny. And um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But you just, you go around doing different things. And then you end up going on the main story path and what's, Interesting is the little AI companion, the the Cortana Junior. I forget. I don't even know her name, honestly. But you, um, she, while while you're going around, you'll 
you'll hear her just start talking. Oh, well, you know, I couldn't really access that database, but it would be cool if we headed to that new area so I can access the database. Like, shut up. I, I know what the hell I'm doing. I'm trying to have fun. Shoot. <laughs> Other than that, the shooting. So you're running around in this wide space. You got different guns to use. It feels very, very good. What, what I initially found annoying, the more and more I played, I grew to really appreciate what they did. Because the ammo economy in the game, it really isn't, it's not unlimited and it's not just ammo drops all over the, you know, all over the place as, as you kill enemies. Of course, the aliens are going to have the alien type guns. Um, and then you may run into some refillable crates where you refill certain, uh, certain type of ammo on a specific gun. So you have a kinetic weapon, you have kinetic ammo, you can find a refill station or uh, shock ammo for shotguns, not shotgun, but shotgun, like electric. Uh, <laughs> and you got plasma and some other type of um, energy source for your guns. But those are few and far in between. So what 343, the developers, what they, what they make you do essentially is you use a gun that you really like. I really love the, bat the battle rifle, the BR. It feels so good. It has the best range, uh, the accuracy. It's just, it's just a, a, a top-notch gun. You use it up, and if you don't find any ammo crate or a, a down a marine that's on your side that has some ammo, you pretty much gotta adapt. So you you end up using a gun that you probably don't like more than that. But once you start using it. You know, at least for me, you know, some of those alien guns, I'm like, I don't want to use that nonsense. And then I pick it up and it's fun. It feels good. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like a kid getting them to try some foods, you know, don't knock it till you try it, I guess. Listen, something that annoyed me became a, a good, a good feature per se. As I mentioned, the open space, there's a, some new mechanics that Master Chief has as far as tra traversal and combat you gradually unlock these by getting these collectibles in open world called spartan cores or and well yeah you you upgrade them with the spartan cores and then you actually find them as you're playing the story there are some spartans that get killed and then you hear him talk about oh he got killed by the spartan slayer he got killed by whatever and then you he pretty much scavenge one of your homeboys uh their their toolkit and you put it on yourself you know i guess don't let it go to waste so you get those unlocks you start off with the grapple and i highly highly recommend that you upgrade the grapple first because that's the best tool that master chief has as far as combat and traversal you use this uh, grapple you can attach on to an enemy and just sling yourself towards them and just bow, bust them in the head with your, with your gun. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually you get to a point where you actually can have a, a shock attachment. So you shoot the enemy and then they just... And <laughs> you stun them. Uh, and, and, and again, you boom, bust them over the head with the gun. So it's pretty cool. And then uh, they got a, a dash. 
where you can kind of, you know, hit the juke move on him, hit the Heisman on that hole real quick, get out of, you know, get out of a harm's way. And then they have a, a shield that you can throw up and shoot through the shield, but they can't shoot through to you. <laughs> and I don't too much use it because I'm a G. Damn that. I'm going, I'm going out. If I'm dying, I'm dying because I was trying to kill people. I'm not sitting behind no shield. But it's there for you to use and a threat radar. So you shoot out this little radar sonar thing and it pings for a few seconds, maybe a minute. And it just highlights the uh, enemies in the area. Uh, <laughs> I don't use that neither. And I'm not going to use that. I'm, I'm, I'm using a grappling hook. I'm grappling on. I'm coming on. Mm, pause. <laughs> but I'm going on to the enemy straight up head first. Guns blazing. Elbow swinging. Bang, bang, bing, bong. Um. <laughs> and I, I, I speak highly of the grapple because, again, the traversal in this open world isn't the best with the vehicles. For some strange reason, 343, I guess just to stay true to the roots, they decided to keep the way that you drive the, the vehicles the same to where you're using the left stick as uh, acceleration or reverse. And then you're using the right stick to the kind of turn, but it just, it don't feel good. I mean, I, I guess it really didn't feel too great back in 2002 or whenever, you know, the OG Halo came out. I would figure that they would uh, just adapt and kind of go with new times, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. And the terrain is just real rocky. Lots of hills. It's very vertical. Uh, so it's better off just using a grappling hook and getting around where you go because you can grapple onto a ledge or you can just be running, jump up in the air, and grapple onto the ground, you know, a few meters in front of you and sling yourself forward and kind of keep some momentum going and move pretty fast and get where you want to go. And when you see a cliff, you don't have to get out of a warthog, a.k.a. a truck with a gun. And <laughs> figure out what to do then. You just grapple. So I, I highly recommend the grapple if that's what you're going to, you know, if you really want to traverse and, and get around pretty quick. Now, the AI is something that's pretty slick, too. Even the Marines that you um, save and end up uh, them being kind of stationed at those FOBs I mentioned earlier, you can call down a warthog or any other type of vehicle and they'll hop on getting on chief you know they talk to you a little bit and, and they they kind of talk to themselves and say man look at a spartan go never stunned never thought i'd see him things like that because master chief is he, he's that dude if you didn't know i mean it's so it's so wild that even the enemy the ai the communications they call him a demon all oh, the demon I killed the demon, or you know, just they, yeah, he, he he's a bad mother sucker. If you didn't know, <laughs> um, but the AI is great. The Marines will follow you in a warthog or any other vehicle till you take them to a spot where there's enemies, and they'll start bucking. You know, they down for the team, but they may not last long. But them boys gonna be shooting, helping you clear out some enemies. And on the flip side. 
the enemies, they talk to each other and you can hear the dialogue and they talk about how maybe if you run away, you try to regain your shield and get, get your bearings straight. Oh, the demon's running. He's running away from me. I'm, I'm, I'm the best. And, and their little voices is pretty funny. <laughs> the grunts, the little, the little guys, they are the shit. They are the funniest little things I've ever experienced in a game. Just, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, man, you, you got to experience it for yourself. The noises they make, it's, it's so, it's so funny. Uh, when you shoot, when you shoot them, sometimes they make this blood curdling scream. <laughs> I'm not even going to tempt it, but it's, it sounds like torture. And I, I mean, I guess you shooting them, killing them, but just the, the different sounds they make, the different dialogue they have amongst themselves to you with each other. I've, I, I think the, this is the best AI I've experienced in a game next to, um, shadow of mortal with that nemesis system where they kind of remember you when well, i kind of but that's what they do you uh you start killing people and they remember who you are it's pretty cool um what else is going on in this game the story um i don't know what to say about the story honestly I've been out of the loop of Halo for a long time right now, so you might can blame that for me not really digging the story that much. I play, I played Halo 5, but I never finished Halo 5. And there's a bunch of other little Halos in between the mainline series that I've never, ever played. And then they got Halo Wars and Reach, and I thought those were a different type of game, so I, I never bothered with them. Um, but maybe I need to go back. I got Game Pass. So I yeah I just the story I I, I just couldn't get into because I, I really didn't quite understand because you got the main enemy is called the banished don't know too much about them all I know is the covenant and the flood and then the forerunners but now you got the banished and apparently they from they got introduced in Halo Wars too so again blame me I didn't play it I don't know. And then you got the Endless that they talk about, but you don't really mess with the Endless. So, mm, <laughs> uh, I said, Cortana is not there anymore, per se. She kind of makes a cameo by haunting Master Chief, sort of. Um, there's a pilot. And he's just a whiny little brat, but I get it. You know, drama. He's not a, he's not a Spartan. He's not a Marine. So... Yeah, of course he's a little whiny, little punk bitch. Uh, excuse my, excuse my Latin. But yeah, the story wasn't hitting on much for me. It got better the more and more I played. So I, I will give three four three credit for that. You know, the more I played, the more I got kind of entrenched in the story and wanting to finish the game. I, I kind of started getting more invested. But honestly. What I look forward to is finishing the story and then going through and uh, clearing all the different bases and killing the, uh, the targeted enemies all throughout the, uh, the map. That's what I'm looking forward to and collecting all the Spartan cores and collectibles and all that good stuff. That's pretty much the gist of it. It's Halo. It's more Halo. You're not, they, they didn't reinvent the wheel. Like I said, the, 
the grappling hook is what really made it pop, made it feel new, made it feel different, and the the, the open world aspect of it. Those are pretty much the biggest changes. So if you're familiar with Halo, and you you know you played Halo before, you get you get it, you buy it or you got it on Game Pass, you're gonna get more Halo. And if you enjoy it, you'll enjoy this. It's not bad. I you know maybe some people are saying it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It's good. It's a very good game. So, on to our rating. Ha <laughs> ha. Is it some Reggie? Is it some mid? Is it that fire? Now, Halo Infinite. It is some mid. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it, it, it didn't blow me away. I thought it was going to be more than what it was. Um, and I understand that they supposedly have a 10-year plan. So maybe they, you know, they have DLCs planned and different uh, seasons. Maybe they're going to do a seasonal model for the, you know, main story too. Trying to, I, I don't know. But it just, it's a cool game to play. It looks good. And you got the multiplayer to play too keep you busy so it's a mid you know i recommend it if if you like halo so that's where we are <clears throat> this week in news what do we have oh this is pretty cool for tech tech and gaming there's a new little handheld out like we need more of those but i think this one might get might get caught uh, it's called the Analog Pocket. Uh, it uses, it's it's pretty much an homage to the Game Boy, the OG Game Boy, the way it looks. Um, and I think you can actually put some cartridges, you know, OG cartridges, or maybe they're making new cartridges, but you can put a cartridge in and it'll play it. And then with the technology, it will pretty much up it, make it look better. Uh, get rid of that little green tint with the with the screen they have, um, and so it's it's I'm kind of confused a little bit on how you play these games because at one point I thought it was emulation, at one point I thought it was somewhat of a um, a loaded thing that they have or you get a pack with a few different games, but I don't know it's 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 pretty cool, check it out. The analog pocket. Um, Sony, my dogs, they finally have their own custom shells for the PS5, so you can change the look of your PS5 officially from Sony. I've got I got a red shell. I forget what company, but that was months ago, you know, aftermarket. And I think at one point Sony was trying to sue them for trademark infringement or something like that. But I got mine before things got bad, so. Anywho, they got different colors, and they also got some more controllers with different colors that look pretty cool. Not anything that I'm going to get. I already got two controllers, and hell, it's only me that really play it, so I'm not buying more controllers. But if that's what you are into and collecting just, you know, things for novelty, have at it. They are out. They look good. Uh, Scuff actually finally has some 
elite style controllers for the PlayStation. Expensive as hell. Uh, but if you are into the competitive scene and you need every extra edge that you can get, ball out. But I'm not buying anything like that until it comes from Sony themselves because they made a, a back button attachment for the PS4 and that was dope. But they they don't have one for the PS5 yet. And I hope, I hope they do. Either make another controller officially from them or make another back button attachment. That's what they need to do. Splinter Cell, Ubisoft, they finally announced that they're making or remaking the OG Splinter Cell game. And I know people have been asking about that for a long time now. Uh, it's finally coming. It's it's in development. It's not just a in-discussion type thing. It's in development. So that's coming probably another two years or so. But that's going to be fun. Another stealth game. You know, stealth games kind of fell out of, out, of, out of grace. You know, Hitman made a comeback and that's a good game that's another game we'll talk about real soon watch now the hitman series is pretty good they did a, a, a revamp uh, but other than that stealth games they ain't popping no more everyone want to shoot they want to shoot in an in a arena oh and speaking of shooting in an arena gta 5 the the cash cow for rockstar they have uh, announced and release a trailer for a new uh, DLC for the online mode, unfortunately, featuring Dr. Dre and um, Franklin from the main story. Franklin is his own boss now. He has a business, and then he needs you, your whoever you are in the GTA world, to uh, do some dirty work. And uh, Dr. Dre and I think it was Anderson Pack. They were in the trailer and Snoop was talking, so maybe Snoop was in there, cool breeze, smoking some good reefer. It kind of made me want to actually start playing GTA Online, but I, I don't think I'm about that life. They just need to finally release some DLC as standalone that you can play, you know, just like a regular a game. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that's for me. So that's some, that's the, the, the biggest things that I want to talk about in news this week. Things that interest me, maybe you too. Next segment is our memory that we do every week. And this week, I'm going to talk about how turmoil in gaming made me my best friend in life, who now I consider my little brother. You know, when I say little brother, he's only a year younger than me, not even a full year, but... <laughs> That's my, that's my boy, and our our relationship began with turmoil. <laughs> uh, his cousin happens to be my stepfather, and that's how we were introduced. Had the wedding, his mom and my mom were friends, and eventually... He transferred to the same school that I went to in seventh grade. And, you know, didn't too much care for him at first, honestly. He's kind of annoying. He still is, but I love him to death. But um, <laughs> eventually, somehow, we started talking about games. And, man, game, hey, gaming is, 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 is the universal bonding tool, man. 
Um, started talking about that. He had Crash Bandicoot. And he let me borrow it. And I played the game and played the game. And at that time, there was a lot of turmoil going on in my family with my older brother and, you know, just kind of just other issues in the family. So I just wasn't always in a good space coming to school in the morning. And we shared the same uh, homeroom class. And uh, it may have been two or three weeks after he let me borrow it, he was asking me for it. And I kept saying, I'm bring it tomorrow, bring it tomorrow. And then I never brought it. And then one, that one morning, I finally said, oh, shit, I got to give Tuan his game. I put it in my book bag, got the homeroom. He was already in there, and hell, I ain't get a chance to, to really sit down good. And he, you got the game, and I said, man, yeah, I got your fucking game. And I threw the game at him, and the shit broke in half. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was going to go to blows, but he just kind of was in shock. Um, but I, I blew up and broke his game. I apologized later. And I don't know how, but you would think something like that would make someone hate someone or just really dislike them and not want to deal with them. But for some reason, we became damn thicker than thieves. And it's been, been that way since, since then. <laughs> so Crash Bandicoot, game that made a lifelong bond, I tell you what. <laughs> But we're at the end. Again, thank you all for listening. Shout out to everyone that I rock with. Cade Gang, Arcade Games. You know who you are. Cody, Children of the Internet, of course, on that network. Check them out. New content dropping real, real soon. You know, Exodus Blue, myself, the boys. That's my Destiny crew. That's how we do. And uh, shout out to everyone that's listening. I appreciate y'all. Again, you know, rate, review, like, subscribe, whatever, whatever you do. I don't know. You know, give us some feedback. Tell me what. Tell me. Tell me something that you want me to talk about. I love to to take some feedback and and, and incorporate it into the show. You know, I'm I'm learning as I as I go, but. Uh, by the time y'all hear this, it might, you know, might be Christmas time for you. By the time you get around to listening to it, so Merry Christmas and all that good jazz. And we do plan to keep the content coming. No breaks, no days off. Some episodes finally may get a little bit short. I said I'm going to keep them under 30 minutes. We under 30 minutes so far. We ain't broke it yet, but thank you. Frames and Flops, we out. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye-bye.